the key the key starting point is is taking stock of where you're currently at so you've got to know where you're currently at before you can potentially figure out where you want to go and where you want to get to and i don't think enough people stop and slow down and work out where they are right now Hello, good day, greetings, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for joining True Hope Cast, the official podcast of True Hope Canada. True Hope Canada is a mind and body based supplement company that is dedicated first and foremost to promoting brain and body health through non-invasive nutritional means. For more information about us, you can visit truehopecanada.com. Please consider subscribing so you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us a review. Today, I welcome Ali West to the show. Now, Ali is the founder of Kinetic Fitness, which is a 9,000 square foot gym in Nottingham in the UK. He's also the podcast host of the Kinetic Fitness Show podcast. He's got 14 years experience in the health and fitness industry. And today, him and I are going to discuss accessible ways to optimize health and personal growth. Enjoy the show. All right, Ali, welcome to True Hope Cast. Really appreciate your time today. Thanks for coming on the show. How are you? What is going well? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Uh, everything's good here. Yeah, apart from the rain, it's absolutely hammering it down. But where would we be? We wouldn't be British if we weren't to, talking about the weather. Absolutely. Yeah, it's. Um, I've just been in the country for about six months now, done a bunch of podcasts while here. But the first, uh, I think you're the first Brit and the first um, English person I've had on the show for an English person to an English person. So this could be an interesting one for the listeners' ears to hear both of our accents. So that's kind of cool. I'm excited about that. Why don't you give us a little bit of a background introduction into who you are and what it is that you do? Yeah. Well, I have been in the health and fitness or the health and wellness industry for 14 years now. And I started off as a personal trainer for a major health club, went on to run my own personal training business. And then in 2017, I opened my own gym, which is a 9,000 square foot facility called Kinetic Fitness here in Nottingham in the middle of England with my wife, Sarah. And we've been in that for the last five years, both in a in-person capacity in terms of gym membership, personal training and small group training. And then when the pandemic hit, we took stuff online as well. So we do a little bit of online coaching and online training, but the bread and butter, the day to day is the, is the gym. And since 2015, I've really spent the last seven years of my life working on all areas of myself. So trying to improve on all levels, mind, body, spirit, from a business perspective, just trying to be or doing my best to be the best human being that I can be. And that's what I really push and like to do now with others is to help each and every person that I come into contact with to be the best version of themselves, but also to live a longer, healthier, happier and more joyful life. So that's it in a in a nutshell, really. But there's probably lots more to my story than just what I've told you. Awesome. A great introduction. So you said I think you said 2015, that's when you really started to um, focus on different areas of your life. Why Why then? Like, Why didn't you do that before? Well, I had a bit of a special moment in my life. I, I came out of 2014 having had a lot of changes to my life. I ended a seven and a half year relationship with, with a girl that I had a house and a mortgage with. I ended up spending the first half of 2015 sleeping on my mum and dad's sofa. 
and I was in a real changing period of my life at a time where I was going through a lot of changes. And I took a trip to Sedona in Arizona in 2015, in, in the May of 2015. And I had what I guess could only be described as a spiritual awakening. I found meditation. I found myself, you could say. And then from that day forth, from the 18th of May in Sedona, everything snowballed. I realized that for a long time, I'd been helping other people to improve their health, improve their fitness, get in good shape or great shape. But I wasn't really looking after myself. I was putting all of my effort into my clients and into the people that I was helping. But my nutrition was terrible. I wasn't sleeping. I was run down. I had no energy. I wasn't really training enough. I knew nothing about mental and spiritual well-being, which is a whole another area of, of health. So I really took it upon myself from that day after that day in Sedona to to really go all in on on developing myself and started picking up more positive habits, started reading, started many more uh, positive habits on a day-to-day basis. And it's honestly changed my life. Working on myself has been the been the best thing I've ever done. And it's allowed me to help others in a, in a, in a better way and in a more effective manner, you could say. Very cool. Did you go to Sedona from the UK just as like, was it like a vacation or was it like a retreat? What was, what was happening there? Yeah, I went to see my friend at, at the time. My friend was living in Scottsdale, Arizona, and he'd been there a few years. Prior to that, he lived in Seattle in Washington, and he'd moved down to, to the warmer climate in, in Arizona, and I'd never been out to see him, which I felt a little bit guilty about, and I had nothing that was stopping me. So I paid for my flight to Sedona, um, well, my flight to Phoenix, actually, and spent 10 days with him. And whilst we was there, or I was there, he said, oh, we're going to go to Sedona for my birthday, because it was his birthday at the time I was there. I'd never heard of Sedona. I didn't know anything about it. Your listeners may know something about it, they may not, but Sedona is a very magical, very special place. I guess in the UK, our equivalent would be Glastonbury. It's very spiritual place. It's it's sacred to the Native Americans. People have said they've seen aliens there. There's all sorts of crazy, you could say, stories that have come out of Sedona. And I had my own crazy moment. I had a, a very magical moment where I'd never done meditation before. My mate took me through uh, a guided meditation and I just took to it like a duck to water. I had no preconceived ideas about meditation. I didn't put any expectations on it. I just went with it and I just felt the most overwhelming sensation. I felt amazing. I had love in my heart. It was the most present I've ever felt. And then from that day forward, I just carried on with my meditation, which has led me into journaling, which has led me into learning more about myself on a deeper level, emotional health, mental health deeper on the physical level all these different avenues that i've gone down i can all i can trace them all back to 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 go into sedona not that i wasn't passionate and interested in health and fitness and nutrition before but now i've just gone that that deeper level before i think i was just touching the surface and i was more maybe considered with the vanity metrics could i run faster could i lift more that kind of stuff but now it's how can i be the most complete the most whole version of myself and how can i pass that that knowledge that wisdom that expertise onto others as well that's that's really interesting very cool story i think it's very uh i think it's fascinating what you're talking about you know as a trainer this is before you went away you are obviously working with clients day in day out and you're you know you're putting your energy 
through towards them to get them fitter, to get them stronger, get them more flexible, etc., etc. You know, working on their goals. So you're literally using your energy to develop these people. So you are continuously giving your energy away, and then you go to Sedona and you do this guided meditation. And you know, for me, meditation is like the ultimate form of renewal and being able to actually focus the energy back on yourself whether you're doing a guided meditation or you're you know you're kind of scanning your body or you know whatever whatever it is that people do or connect with when it comes to meditation and for me it's like the ultimate form of being able to just like sit renew and repair in like real time and really allow my body to do what it does best which is just like to heal to keep us present to keep us conscious and yeah it's this completely different energy channel you go from you know just completely giving your energy away and it's not really coming back to just like bringing it right back into you circulating and getting everything firing and wiring again and i just find that to be like a really interesting start to your um new journey of the new version of you i suppose and you've you know you come back to the i suppose you come back to the uk and then you know what did you do with this new found knowledge that you're able to like you know really restore yourself and and do things in a very very different way i think it was an interesting time because i felt as if i had got a, a new alley a new skin you could say and a, a, a new way of being and I, I i began to calm down and slow down a lot more and think deeper but also be more present as well and people around me that i'd been around maybe the circle of friends that I had at the time and even some of the other trainers that I was working with out of the the personal training studio that I was working out of, they noticed a shift in me, but I don't know if they really understood what was what was going on because to them, looking from the outside, it probably s- seemed to them as if I'd just like really changed, like I'd just gone and I was just changed into a different person. And maybe I had, but for me, I, f- I felt really deep down inside me as if I was really being my true self and maybe before that I was trying to be someone that I wasn't and I was maybe being a bit of a chameleon and and drifting in and out of situations or conversations or or friendship circles so that it was a it was an interesting time but for me I just knew I wasn't going to go back to the old me I was just ready to just learn more and, and and develop more and definitely from a from a spiritual manner and a spiritual aspect but also that that allowed me to focus more on my on my health and well-being as well and i truly believe that there's not enough grounding in spiritual practices particularly in the western world whether we're in the uk europe canada america i, I think there's this distinct lack of grounding in spiritual practices which is leading to a lot of health concerns and and mental health problems as well and obviously there's other variables to it, but I think this is a big one. And for me, I thought to myself, I found this grounding in spiritual practice. I'm not going to relinquish that now. I'm going to level up on that, which has allowed me to level up into into different areas of, of, of what I do and, and who I am as well. So really, I just started to accelerate everything. I I, uh, I, I found, I, I guess you say, could say I found myself and I wanted more of it. And I was like, how can I, how can I take it to the next level? How can I grow? How can I develop? And I truly now believe that that's what I'm here to do. And I also believe that's what most human beings are here to do is to, to grow and improve every single day and treat 
the experience of life as a learning process so that you can leave this earth or whatever this is a better person than when you came into it i totally agree i think that you've beautifully described you regaining your authentic energy i think we're born in a particular way and we grew up as kids and we're like super creative and we've got this incredible mind and then somewhere along the way like i suppose into our teenage years and then to our adult years when we start formulating these personalities that we're trying to effectively sit in the real into this reality that we have into our society right you know we create these personalities and we try and fit fit in and we lose somewhere along the way that authenticity that we have that's like very internal it's very energetic it's very very difficult to explain i suppose but then when you go and you have this experience and you find something like meditation which is this really wonderful practice where you're able to really you know find out who you are again and reset and kind of find that true authentic frequency that we've all got inside of us and then yeah it's like yeah it's 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 complete renewal and it's finding this uh like real core um this really core part of your individuality that you're able to just you know explode and use because yeah it's i'm i'm sure you came back feeling powerful energetic motivated and it's always those potentials are always there always available for us to to grasp and grab because we get little spouts of them here and there but to find that from inside of us and to know that we've always got that power there is a really powerful thing because yeah we've we can do so many amazing things cool well i want to talk about holistic health because i you know i studied as a holistic nutritionist in canada and i think that for a Canadian-based show, which is where the majority of our audience comes from, and I think a lot of people who listen to this um, podcast have got an idea about holism and what holistic kind of means, especially when talking about health and especially those people on the West Coast because it's quite a big part of their lives. But I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about the, the, the UK vibe or ideology around holistic health. Yeah, it's an interesting question because, to be honest, I can only really speak about holistic health and holism from how I view it and what I believe it to be and to me it's about being the whole version of yourself because that's what the word means that's what holism is is is, is being whole and um, I think if you can move towards that or be working towards being the whole and being the fullest version of yourself then that's what holistic health means to me and for me I always focus on the three pillars of, of, of holistic health for me are mind body and spirit and I think if you can move towards optimal wellness or optimal well-being in all three of those areas, then ultimately you're going to be the best possible version you can be. And do I think anyone is whole and complete? Absolutely not, because we've, we're subjected to a lot of things. There's a lot of variables again. But I think as long as you're moving towards that and you're working towards that, then then that's a great thing to be doing. And I think holistic health in, in the UK is really has really picked up um, probably in the last five to 10 years and especially over the last couple of years because I think people are realizing that that maybe the, the, the more traditional ways of doing things or maybe mainstream medicine or maybe what we've been subjected to our whole life, they realize that maybe there's some holes in it and there is a different way and there is a more natural way that we can do things. And I think holistic health is about is is about being more natural and using the natural gifts and talents and 
yeah, gifts that we've, that we've been born with and given with, but also what nature can provide for us as well. So that's what I, I really see holistic well-being as. And I think everyone that is in the, the holistic world in the UK or wherever would, would probably come to the similar conclusions as well, that it's about that, that completeness and, and mind, body, spirit, integrating all of that together and using what you've got and using what nature's got. And then if you can't use that, asking for someone's help who can help you to unlock it because as you said earlier the the answers are within we've all got the answers within it's just about getting them out sometimes so that's how i see holistic health and me personally mind body spirit basically and i think it's very similar across the board in this country and then i suppose people all maybe specialize in one kind of area so it might be holistic nutrition or it might be more on the mental side of it or somebody might be a spiritual healer um, but they'll all integrate different parts of, of mind, body, spirit in some way or some shape or form. So that's how I see it. Very cool. Have you seen, so working obviously in the in the health industry for a long time, also working in the fitness as well, more specifically with your with your gym set up there in Nottingham, have you seen like the industry kind of change to that? Um, the, the You say the public here in the last five, 10 years have been going towards more like holistic natural therapies. Have you seen more companies creating like let's say cleaner products um now we've obviously got there's like protein powders there are some companies that do a really good job there are some companies that do a horrific job at making like a really good quality product have you seen those type of industries change with that like public um focus towards more natural means yeah undoubtedly and i guess another thing that's that's picked up in the last 10 to 20 years is is the vegan market as well so i think i think some of these supplement companies are probably a bit more conscious to, to what people are looking for now. But I still think there's a long way to go. I still think the fitness in terms of fitness industry, of gyms and, and, and weight training or fitness training or even CrossFit, I still think there's a long way to go because it still is vanity. The whole industry is built on making you look better and there's less of feeling better. And ultimately, everyone wants to feel better Yes, a lot of people want to look better, but I think that'll come if you start to feel better. So I think there should be more of a focus and more of an emph emphasis on how you feel, not just in your physical body, but in your mind. And if you want to go that extra level, then in your spirit as well, and uh, or your soul, however you however you want to describe it or label it up. So I think I think there's a long way to go in the fitness industry, but when we look at the the holistic health and and maybe the spiritual world or the spiritual industry there, there there is there is um there is a big a big emphasis on everything that we're talking about today on this holistic well-being on on integrating all of those different components whereas in fitness and I still see it now because I own a gym it's still when you talk about some of these topics they're a bit they're a bit out there they're a bit niche and I think it is changing though and I think more people are looking into different stuff because if you would have said to somebody in the gym, let's say five years ago, or maybe even 10 years ago, oh, breath work or cold therapy, these kind of things, nobody would have heard of it. And they'd have been like, what are you, what are you talking about? Whereas now people would be like, oh, oh yeah, cold therapy, oh, Wim Hof, or do you know what I mean? There's, there's more, there's more open to it now. There's, 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 there's more of an openness, more people are looking into these different avenues. So that's only a good thing in my opinion. 
Yeah, I think the the fact that we've got technology on our side where somebody like Wim Hof, who probably beforehand had no idea like how to create like a video and put it out worldwide, you know, we've got like so many new platforms now where these people can share their skills, share this ancient wisdom in, you know, cool platforms and really cool ways that people to introduce people at like a basic level to the idea of like cold therapy and then and then get deeper and deeper into it. In your experience at the gym, do more what's the primary reason people are, are coming into the gym I, I i'm just predicting that maybe 10 plus years ago most people wanted to come in because they wanted to look better and when i think about that rather than feeling better as you were talking about there and when i think about people going into the gym to, to wanting to look better there's totally there's totally like a personal self-esteem thing which i totally understand but so much of that vanity piece is about trying to fit into the into society's norms of like what healthy means which i don't think is necessarily a positive thing or like that positive goal or motivation that's really going to drive someone forward because the the um the energy and the goal of that is not really internal but if someone really wants to like feel better and feel better within their body you know that's a that's coming from a much purer place that intention i believe so like have you seen a shift in regards to like why people are actually coming into into gyms these days yeah i mean i can again i can only speak really from my from my facility from my gym because i'm not i'm not really going into any other gyms or or operating out of any other gym so i can only really speak from from my personal experience and i'd say our our gym is is potentially different to others in terms of the reasoning because a lot of our members are in the corporate world so they're office workers or they're business owners or high performing uh, people within within a business and their reasoning usually is, is is stress relief and to have more energy that they're, they're the two two primary drivers which are, which are great things because we all know that exercise helps reduce stress we help we all know it helps give you more energy so yeah, I think there are still a fair amount of our members that come in because they want to have nice abs and nice pecs and nice biceps, but there's a lot that come in for that energy and that de-stressing element of, of, of well-being, which again is a great thing. And again, I'm not slandering looking better because I train to look better as well. I think a lot of people do and it's there's nothing wrong with looking better and looking good and being in good shape. I'm not slandering that, but to me, that's just a small piece of the jigsaw puzzle or a small piece of the pie. You need to look at all the different facets, all the different components if you want to be well, if you want to have a, a, a longer, healthier, happier, more joyful life. You need to inter integrate everything. You can't just be focused on one area that's why i say i look at mind body and spirit because that encompasses the whole lot to me yeah absolutely now it's interesting that i wonder because because of the energy that you're putting out there into the world all the time that you're actually bringing in a certain clientele i, I think that's probably quite there's, there's got to be something towards that so that's uh yeah that's really cool yeah the mental health aspect and the stress relieving the parts of exercise like we the, the science is pretty much sold pretty much solid in regards to how exercise can really improve somebody's mental health, whether they're dealing with like anxiety or depression or whatever. So having a place as a, you know, as an outlet to do that is obviously very, very important. So, you know, it's kind of like a, a meditation shrine or something for a lot of people is to be able to go out there and, you know, really focus in and you know, do, do their workout for an hour and, and really change their state. I still think the ultimate driver for people going to a gym 
in in its traditional state is convenience. People go to a gym and they select a gym because of where it is. That's the primary driver always. Yeah, that location and that convenience factor. So for most people who are starting from the beginning of their health journey, what are the fundamentals do you believe to to improve health, wealth and happiness? That's a good question. Let I think with all three of those the the key the key starting point is is taking stock of where you're currently at. So you've got to know where you're currently at before you can potentially figure out where you want to go and where you want to get to. And I don't think enough people stop and slow down and work out where they are right now. And this involves asking yourself questions and it has to be deep questions, multi-layered, multi-surface, multi-faceted questions that go deep. You can't just go surface level. You've got to keep stripping away the onion. One of the best questions you can ask is why. So ask yourself, why do I, why do I want to do this? Why do I want to feel like this? Strip it away, strip it away and make some notes or take stock of where you're currently at. Then you can start figuring out where you want to get to and, and what you want to achieve and how you want your life to be in all three of those areas, in health, in wealth, in happiness. And then the, the then you have to figure out the bit in the middle, which incorporates a lot of things. So you need to figure out the, the bridge or the roadmap that's going to get you from that, that position you're currently in to where you want to be. So they're the, they're the key things to, to improve all of those areas is you need to figure out where you are now. You need to figure out where you want to get to and what you want your life to be like, how you want to feel, what it looks like. And then you need to figure out the bit in the middle, the, the bridge. And if that needs you to get help to do that, whether that's from a therapist, from a trainer, from a mentor, whatever the case may be, then sometimes you have to do that. And I've done that. Uh, I've, I've had coaches, I've mentors, therapists, you name it. So sometimes you need that extra person to help you do it. So there's some, some important starting points. And then I always believe that people always suffer with the same three big problems. And if you can solve these three big problems, you can improve in all areas of your life but particularly with your health and your wealth and your happiness, but definitely with your health. And the three big problems that everyone suffers with is firstly, they they don't have the knowledge, the wisdom, expertise to, to, to get the life that they want or to get to where they want to be. Let's say it's a health goal. If they want to lose weight, they don't have the knowledge, the wisdom, the expertise of how to do that. But ultimately, that boils down to self-mastery, like mastering yourself. So that's the first thing, the problem, the first problem they have. They have this lack of self-mastery or this lack of knowledge, wisdom and expertise of the particular area that they want to improve on. The second thing that everyone lacks is they don't have a workable plan of action. So that's that bridge I'm talking about to get you from where you are now to where you want to be. And that has to be a workable plan of action that integrates everything. It can't just be one or two things. It's got to integrate all the components necessary to get you there. And then the third problem that everyone suffers with, and this is a biggie and everyone kind of misses this one out, is they don't have a support system that holds them accountable to get the results or get to where they want to be, but not just get there, maintain it, or if they do get there, then level up to the next level. So I think if you solve these three problems, if you solve the the self-mastery or the knowledge, the wisdom, the expertise, if you solve the workable plan of action and you solve the accountability or the support system, then the world is your oyster and you can pretty much achieve whatever you want. And all of these little issues that you have, like 
oh, I'm too fat or I'm unfit or I haven't got time or my boss is shouting at me or my husband hates me or whatever the case may be, all these little things, these excuses we put in, they all kind of, they don't disappear, but they minimize if you solve those three problems of, of, of self-mastery, of a plan and of uh, accountability. Hope that answered your question. <laughs> That's great advice. That's really cool. I love that. Uh, yeah, obviously. No, no, that was great. I think, um, yeah, as a foundational level, I think it's important that people do sit down and, and, and kind of write down and plan out a little bit of like how they're going to achieve these things. And uh, yeah, the motivation of just, you know, I want to go to the, I want to go to the gym and look and feel better and look better just because it's like the the right thing to do or the normal thing to do like it's never that's that motivation is never going to really hold water it's not deep enough to to really get somebody where they want to be um when you have new clients come in do you speak to them about what their motivations are what are their goals like do you talk to them about this to you know get clear on that as your as their coach because you're you know you've got a very important role in that individual they have to do that before they even pay us any money, mate. <laughs> so before they even sign up and even get into our our system, you could say, they have to have a consultation where we spend 30 to 45 minutes really digging deep on all of this stuff. And with our online stuff, they have to fill in technically a, a, an application or a questionnaire before they even get on the phone to, to, to speak to us. So... That's really important because, as I said, you need to know where you're at and where you want to get to before you even before you even start. Because otherwise, you're just meandering and you're not really doing anything with any focus. So you have to take that stock and, and work out what your your goals and your dreams and your aspirations and your desires are. Definitely with your health, but with all areas of your life, I think people should do this with with everything, with their relationships, with their finances, with what they want to do for a living. Every area of, of their life needs to have a focus and, 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 and take stock of where you're at as well. So yeah, sitting down with someone and working out what their goals and their desires are is really, really important. But also how important these goals and these desires are to someone. And we, we just do a simple scale of one to 10. So how important are these goals and these desires on a scale of one to 10? Are you, are you a 10 super important to you or are you one you don't really care about them? And then that gives us a gauge of how important these goals are to them. And if they're not an eight, nine or a 10, then we need to rework the goals and the desires to make them an eight, nine or a 10 or find some that are an eight, nine and 10. And this is where questions come in really, really important because people just, they, a lot of the time they tell you what they think you want to hear and you, they don't go deep enough. And sometimes you have to just keep going, keep going. And then usually the floodgates will open. And a lot of the time some people cry or they, they get really pumped up. They have this emotional response and that's what I look for as a coach or as a business owner is that emotional response because when the emotions attached to it, I know that they're going to do everything in their power and I'll do everything I can in my power to help them to get them to where they want to be. So without a doubt, I sit down with every person or, or my wife sits down with them, my wife Sarah, and we get a, a gauger on on what, what they want to achieve and, and why they want to achieve it because Really, ultimately, there's only two things that drive people, which is the pleasure and the pain, the pleasure of where they want to get to or the pain of where they're at right now or a combination of the two. <laughs> yeah, certainly. I think, I think that's amazing. I don't know if that's a common practice in, in gyms around 
the UK or even around the world, I think it's more of like a sign up and put your card details in as soon as possible. But yeah, that's amazing that you you guys take that extra step, that extra care because you know obviously obviously you're you're running a business right that needs to be profitable, but you don't want to be wasting anybody's time, especially your time. You know, working with the, with, with the not I don't want to say wrong people, but people who aren't really there yet. People aren't like really like focused and clued up in regards to like why they want to do the things that they want to do and be really really clear on those and have you know quite positive reasons for that yeah i think that's very very interesting and it's amazing that you you, you're out there doing that and i hope a lot of people um who are coaching or are thinking about getting a coach you know that's probably a box that I would want to tick for a coach of mine is like, okay, what's my first interaction, first interaction with this person? Like what's their intake form? What, how are they getting the best out of that initial engagement, initial time? I think that's, I think that's awesome. Good for you. That's, that's great. That's such a great practice. How have you seen people's mental health change when adopting more exercise and more routine into their lives? There's only one way that's going to go. Really, is it's it's it's, it's going to improve. I I believe that. I mean, if people are consistent with their exercise regime and they they make it part of their life, because ultimately that's what it's got to be: health, wealth, well being. Sorry, health, well being, fitness, all these these areas, good nutrition. It's not just some kind of thing that you do for six months or a quick fix. It's got to be for the rest of your life. You've got to make health and well being. A paramount thing if not the number one thing in your life the most important thing in your life is yourself and then the next most important thing in your life is your health but the the same thing basically so you've got to you've got to really know that and know that that fitness and health and well-being is 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 a life lifelong thing so i think the people that make exercise a regular part of their life and they really commit to it even when they've got quote unquote terrible things going on in their life the exercise will help them to navigate that and deal with that with more clarity with more grace and ease you could say and i know when i'm exercising regularly and consistent consistently my mental well-being and my mental health definitely levels up and when i don't exercise or i go on holiday or or i have a week off of, of the gym or the week off of training I notice it on a mental mental level for sure. I'm maybe not as focused. My mental clarity maybe isn't there. Maybe sometimes you get a bit more fearful or worried or anxious. So without a doubt, the people that that commit to regular exercise, their mental health will will improve unless it's like a real kind of chemical thing going on with the brain. So for example, if someone's got bipolar or something like that or schizophrenia, then... I'd obviously recommend that that person would see a professional and, and take the medication that they need to take. But for most people, exercise is going to improve their mental well-being without a doubt. And as you said, it's science; it's proven. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no argument on it anymore. And I think yeah, you make an awesome point in regards to how um, exercise and you know pumping your body through the, pumping your body of the biochemistry that happens when we when we exercise and kind of clearing out the clearing out kind of the rust and the toxicity that sometimes just like sticks there and stays there once we start flooding flooding that out and, and allowing our body to detoxify those things 
yeah we see clarity and we see we see a lot more um we, we create this space where we're able to respond to situations that are not connected to our exercise regime whatsoever whether that's at home or whether that's at work or whatever i know i get my best ideas when i'm when i'm out jogging or out running or whatever so there's no question that the um the biochemistry that comes with like working your body is incredibly positive towards allowing your brain to just function in a very optimal way and once you once you recognize that for a lot of people that's a very addictive thing because you know feeling good and feeling amazing and having your brain being able to work to improve so many different aspects of your life yeah that's a really really important thing just to kind of finish off here why don't you tell us about your podcast the kinetic fitness show mm-hmm. um tell us a little bit about it who's an ideal listener and if you've got like a really good first episode recommendation for people let us know that and i'll also make sure that's in the show notes as well yeah for sure so my podcast yeah is called the kinetic fitness show it's just named after the gym i started it in 2018 so in March, it just turned four. So I've got over 135 episodes on there. So, so there's plenty for people to check out. And the mission of the podcast is to inspire every listener, every listener to live a longer, healthier, happier, and more joyful life. So I say that we cover everything you need to know to be optimally healthy in your mind, body, and spirit. So there's so many different episodes on there, so many incredible guests covering everything from fitness to nutrition to meditation, spirituality, yoga, everything, you name it, it's, it's, it's on there. Mental well-being, mental health. There's there's so many different topics and, and areas that we've covered and uh, an episode that I recommend would probably be, I'm going to maybe annoy some people here if, if there's any of my guests listening to this, but I'd say one one episode that I really recommend is one I did with a guy called Dr. Naughty, Dr. Maxwell Naughty. I don't know what episode number it is, but if people scroll through and check out the episode with Dr. Maxwell Naughty, he's a, he's a, a doctor and a... I guess you could call him a holistic nutritionist or a holistic doctor based out of Chicago, but he's actually originally from Ghana, but trained in the UK. And he's my go-to guy for everything nutrition. And he, he's, he's the man in, in terms of, in terms of nutrition and helping people heal from like real bad ailments and horrific diseases. He's, he's, he's the go-to man for me. So I think that was one of my favorite episodes and the most enlightening episode you could say so i'd say people check that one out but there's so many on there it's, it's hard to pick a, a a one that's my favorite or recommendation but that's one that stands out for sure excellent well i'll i'll scroll i'll scroll through that i'll give that one a listen and i'll stick the link up for it for, for you there so i'm sure I'm sure people will really appreciate that um how can people connect with you ali yeah they can connect with me on every social media platform under the handle ali west coach so a-l-i-w-e-s-t coach spelt like coach c-o-a-c-h the website for the gym if if anyone wants to check out the gym or if they're ever visiting the midlands is kineticfitness.co.uk and kinetic is stylized k-i-n-e-t-i-k on the end not not a c so kineticfitness.co.uk and the podcast as mentioned is the kinetic fitness show and that's on youtube spotify apple podcasts and every other podcast platform so people can go and check that out and if anyone wants to send me an email or connect with me through social media please do i'm an open book i always reply to people so if people do want to connect with me then please do reach out and you don't have to be in the uk canada 
wherever you are in the world, reach out because I have clients currently all over the world as well. So please do reach out if you need any help or if you're struggling, I'm happy to help. Wonderful. Well, Ali, I want to say thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I really do appreciate your time and I found our conversation very interesting. No problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. Well, thanks for very much for listening everybody i'll make sure that the uh, show notes is filled are filled with the links necessary to get connected with ali and check out his podcast for sure i will track down that show that specific one he was talking about as a recommendation for more information about that yet go check the show notes don't forget to, to subscribe if you haven't yet please leave us a review on itunes it's very very helpful but that's it thanks for listening to true Podcast, the official podcast of true canada we'll see you next week <laughs>